Hello, everybody. This is uh, Kevin, a podcast for me. A podcast I made for myself as well as others. It could be a podcast for me as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, K-Dog, also known as Kevin. And uh, the date is 6-30-2018. Doing this on a Saturday. I'm going to have to pop out too real quick because I'm going on vacation to Michigan. Maybe I can get a podcast in Michigan. I don't know. But uh, that's what's on my itinerary for this uh, coming 4th of July. Uh, It's been a bit of a grind this week, as always. You know, every week is a grind for a lower-level bottom feeder, you know. X-raying and checking in patients and such, you know. Um... Let's see here. My kid's on summer vacation. He's having fun. We can send him to the Boys and Girls Club. It was lots of fun there. And, um, yeah. That's uh, that's it with me on this week. Let me see. Any lessons learned? I'm teaching my kid how to, how to have discipline, you know. He's got the piano class. So we're in this thing, you know, risk versus benefit. You know, do I want to push this on him? I mean... I only have him practice like 10 minutes a day, but it seems like he hates it. But I feel like it's not about playing the piano. It's about the practice of it, you know, and uh, the discipline of it. So I push on that. But at the same time, man, you don't want to push your kid doing something he doesn't want to do. So these are like grown-up decisions that I got to come up with, you know. Me and the wife, we both are on the the thought process of... um, having the kid do it you know but it's more of a if you want to do this you got to do this you know and he he fights it all the time why do i gotta play piano if i want to play playstation you know that's that's how we've done it a lot of pushback and i'm wondering i'm questioning if it's worth it you know and uh, i don't really care if he learns the piano per se or uh, becomes a pianist. I just want him to have a discipline in playing something and doing something. You know, commit to something and getting it done. You know, maybe when he turns like maybe 13, we'll just give it all up. You know, who knows? These things I ponder every day. Uh, let's see here. I got him doing push-ups. That's, that's a thing. <laughs> I figure <clears throat> I, I made him do as many push-ups as he could. And I figured if I just make him do 70% of what he could do every day, then, you know, he'd get a better workout that way. You're wondering, why are you making a kid work out? The fuck? Well, it's not like I'm making him. I'm saying if you want to do something, you got to do this too. <laughs> you want to play plays? You want to watch TV? You go, dude, give me them push-ups, you know? And I feel like that's more discipline, you know, and strength and conditioning. You know, that's a thing that I uh, like to do as well. Uh, oh, yeah, I've been on no-carb diet for a while. And I was at 225, and I got to 212. You know, I took a couple, three weeks, I think. Yeah, that's my third week. And I do intermittent fasting, which that means is I, like, I'll eat at noon, and my last meal is around 6, maybe even 8. But then after that, I'm not eating for that many, that amount of hours, whatever that math is. Uh, this show is more about me. <laughs> Me talking about myself. That's the beginning of it. We're, we're going to riff on some news. Then I'm going to have a news section called the um, 
car car notes, you know, because like I'm running out of time to throw out stuff and I have stuff in my head and I want to lose it. So I've been making these making like a 20 minute blurb in my car. You know, bear with me. I know it sucks, you know, the car and everything. But, you know, it's good stuff. Today I think we get an immigration and uh, virtual signaling, you know, acting like you're you're better than others because you protest, that kind of nonsense, you know. And then uh, we'll, we'll do whatever riff notes that I got or whatever section. I'll announce it as I do. Go. All right, everybody, let's do some – oh, shit, my computer. Let's do some news. Uh, I'm a nerd, so there might be some nerd stuff in there, just letting you know. And I don't like reporting on all the shitty news, unless I have, like, something, an agenda to push, you know. Which is super rare. I'm not going to be like, dude rapes 13-year-old, you know. I'm not into that kind of news. I don't want to promote that. It's a problem with their media. We promote this nonsense. There's always bad shit going on. There's always good shit going on, too. We're always reporting on the bad. What the fuck do I need to know about bad shit, you know? I mean, I'm just as worried I'm knowing about good things as, as if there's bad things, you know? <sighs> Anyways, uh, start with the first one. DC Universe streaming service is teasing a big announcement for tomorrow. This was three days ago, so I don't know what the announcement is. Um, so DC, uh, a comic book company who makes Batman and all that, are coming out with their own streaming service, which is fucking... Psh- stupid like I, I don't they don't have enough they could if they wanted to have enough content to create their own streaming s- service just like marvel but they're so terribly managed you know like they have cartoons that are pretty tight but some of them not all of them and then the uh, the actual movies aren't that great either so i mean like they have cw shows and those are tending to the suck and it's 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 becoming a social justice virtual signaling thing that means like it's like the new thing it, it, it sucks like when you're a nerd collecting comic books and you're watching shit pushed down you can taste the agenda pushed in your face you know like 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 the, for instance the flash everybody's fighting arrow everybody knows how to fight you know except for like one or two characters and then like um like they they shove down your throat like and like um you know more female power more more homosexuality and things like that now these are all not all bad but it's when it's it's just they do it to just get ratings you know that's when it kind of sucks you know like these are qualities that are real and true to a person's heart and you're just using it to get ratings. You're watching it not for the story, but because they represent you. And the story is of entertainment, you know. If you want representation, that's the world itself, you know. You should be allowed to go to the bathroom, whatever the fuck you want to do, you know. Watch your TV. You just want to be fed a story, not pushed uh, political agendas down your throat, you know, like immigration or whatever. I, I haven't seen them tap on that thing yet but it's mostly you know like women power this and all that and it's funny too because primarily the people who buy the comics are usually just males you know so your 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 main demographic is usually like these guys who want to be represented you know you know the outcast who has powers finally and now they're trying to add another demographic you know but i, I really don't think like your normal like 
your average day uh, ladies like oh i'm solely down for some fucking arrow i mean like i work with a bunch of girls not one of them watch arrow i'm just saying like i work with nothing but girls you're talking about like 20 girls and this is one guy and i'm the only one watching arrow you know <laughs> so i mean like they have all these female fucking warriors and shit like that and you know all this social justice as you could st- as you could stomach you know to, to, it's like a little block that they have to mark, you know, okay, make sure we have the black guy, make sure we have this. Now, this these aren't bad things, but it feels like there was a conversation in the room, well, we got to have a gay person, you know, like, I don't know. I could be wrong, and this could just be in my head, but I'm pretty confident, though, that I'm right. <laughs> I could just see a bunch of writers saying, how can we get more ratings? You know, because the story is faltered, you know, like you watched that first season of Flash and it was really good, man. And then now it's like fucking terrible. The story is atrocious and they try to make up for it for more like demographics, you know. I'm surprised there's not a transgender person in there. And which is weird because transgender is such a small, uh, you know, group of people. But for some reason, it's making a big push. I don't know. It's a political thing. Well, anyways, DC, they're coming out with the Teen Titans. You know, it's funny. I collect more DC comics than Marvel, although I do have quite a bit of Marvel. And uh, I prefer DC. Like, I think their stories are better. But for some reason, when they, when, they, when they translate to TV or whatever, they just don't do as well as Marvel. And I think that's just because they're just, I don't know, their heart's not in it. Yeah. That's what I feel. Maybe that's wrong to say, but that's what it, sound, that's what it kind of feels like. Uh, let's see. They got the Teen Titans, so I guess that's a live action show. It's gonna be just Titans instead of Teen Titans. Titans, because they're not teens, which kind of that's kind of weird, but whatever. They got Swamp Thing. That's gonna be cool. I don't know if that's gonna be a cartoon or a show. I remember watching Swamp Thing back in the day when I was a kid. I thought it was pretty cool, but in the age of Marvels, you know, with you know X Men and everything else, man, Swamp Thing's kind of passe it doesn't really work too well unless they give it a real earnest kind of thing like it's very violent i think swan thing would work if it was violent some shit like that i don't think it would work if it was like just your everyday swamp thing show but uh, you know what maybe swamp thing would work because you just like appease the vegetarian oh i guess you'd be the enemy if you're the vegetarian i don't know there's some kind of social justice thing they're gonna go for that doom patrol now i thought Doom Patrol was like like a, a bunch of it's like another team and Beast Boy's in it. So he's from the Teen Titans. I'm confused. And then Harley Quinn, the animated series. This is fucking hilarious. Talk about social justice, man. They're like Harley Quinn, yeah, let's make a show. Who the fuck is who has comics of Harley Quinn? Like what demographic of people have those comics? Like, I mean, you, I, just like transgenders, I guarantee there's someone out there collecting some Harley Quinn comics, probably for nefarious reasons. And you got your maybe like even in a percentage of that, they're all right, you know. But now you're gonna have a show, and then trying to cash in on the um, Suicide Squad. That's one of the only good characters they had was Harley Quinn, and um, it's funny too. The birth of Harley Quinn. She was all. She was in the bat. She was introduced in the Batman show, and I just took that as the written word because you know, yeah, sixty years of comics. I didn't know that Harley Quinn was only created in the animated series, and then grew from there. And and uh, yeah, they're gonna make a show about that. That's like having Alfred the show. You know, like it's, let's not talk about Batman. Let's talk about Alfred, kind of like Gotham. Let's just talk about Jim Gordon only. You know, and here's another aspect: Harley Quinn. 
they didn't even have a Joker series. I mean, they just skipped that dude. They just went straight to Harley Quinn. And she's what what they consider a what's a anti-hero, which is kind of weird, you know. Here she is falling in love with some dude who beats her, and then he uh then now I guess she breaks up with them. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to spin that. But you can tell they're trying to cash in on that social justice. I don't understand why they do that, though. Like, who is the fucking people who are watching that? I mean, they're going to have metrics. When, you, when you're when you streaming, you'll have, met like, actual metrics on who's watching what. You know what I mean? They'll know how many times someone's... And who's going to pay for this service, you know? Like, why would you want to pay for a DC Universe service? Like, do you really want to watch Swamp Thing? Do you even know what Doom Patrol is? Or Titans? fuck are you doing and then harley quinn and i'm totally gonna fucking buy this thing so i can watch harley quinn and they'll probably have other shows and i have iceman or not iceman mr freeze <laughs> the show yeah that's a bad move but they're making it everyone's going streaming because it's the in thing to do that's such a thing like a corporation probably got to it's like in a corporation, you had a group of people in a room. They're like, "Hey, you know what would be great if we had a Harley Quinn the show, or let's have a D- let's have a streaming service because that's what everyone's doing. That's what all the hip kids are doing. We're remaking Ninja Turtles again. Uh, I like the the little the newer show that they had with the CG. It was pretty good. They're remaking it into this terrible fucking art. I don't know what fucking demographic they're going for on that. You know, maybe maybe kids. They're starting all over with kids again." But my kid's not watching no Ninja fucking Turtles. He's he's fucking eight. What the fuck do I want to watch that? I don't think he'd want to watch it too. He's watching Hero Academia. Now that shit's badass and he knows it. We're watching Avatar. That's a fucking great cartoon for kids. I mean, you learn a lot in that show. That's a deep show. Now that's good writing. DC needs to see whatever the fuck they did in that show and copy. Uh, let's see, what is this? Oh, uh, Liberal. Mayor asked Michael Moore if he has second thoughts on guns now that fascism is coming to America. So, Bill Mayer, or Marr, is one of them, like, comedians who pushes agendas, right? They're the new power in this world. It's like, uh, it's a weird thing. You know, you're working your eight-hour shift, maybe, and you have a two-hour commute. That's, like, the most amount of Americans. That's, like, your average American. You don't make much money. You don't eat good food. You know, you get, at the end of the day, you just want to be entertained. You watch this fucking guy because he seems to know what he's... He seems to hit on the, on the things that make sense, right? People should do this. People should do that. You know, simple things. Like, obviously, you want, like, everyone to be free. And obviously, you want everyone to have money. And obviously, all this all this good stuff, right? So here you are sitting. And he's a comedian, too. So he, he's throwing out his liberal, liberal jargon. And... Um, you have two two aspects of this. One, he can say whatever the fuck he wants, whenever he wants, and um, if if it sounds good, it is good. Now, if you have a brain, if you possess a brain, and you want to question him on certain things or research some of the shit he says, you'd probably not be watching the show. But he can then just you know do the position of I'm a comedian. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just making jokes here. So he's he's got like the everything powers move right here. He's talking to you in a state of tiredness. You're, you you fucking just worked. You, you ate shit food because you don't have time. You make that excuse. You like that little mouth pleasure, as Joe Rogan puts it. 
You're sitting there. You're tired. He's telling you shit. You're more susceptible at that time. You know, when you're tired, you're more susceptible to things. So he's talking about some good shit, you know, like, hey, yeah, Trump's an asshole and this and that. And you're like, oh, yeah, sure, yeah. Because do you have time to check what he's saying? No. And if you do, you're probably looking on how you're right. It's supposed to just say he says Trump's an asshole. You'll, you'll Google how Trump is an asshole as opposed to saying who is Trump or how he is or whatever the fuck, you know. And so he's saying that fascism is coming to America. And I agree with him in a way. It's kind of funny. I, I kind of do. But his his point of context is uh, Trump, you know, because he's he's fascist and he's, he's he's like a Nazi, you know, basically. And that's that's the agenda that left put pushes quite prevalently. I'm not for right or left. I'm just saying that we're caught in this rhythm here and the pendulum is swinging all the way to the left. And uh, you got these comedians fucking at the head of the, the fucking helm. You know, they're just like spitting out nonsense left and right. They don't have a fucking clue. You know, they're saying shit that just sounds good. You know, oh, he's just separating babies. Yeah, that's fucked up. And he's doing this. He's doing that. No, no understanding of how the government's structured or anything like that. They just, he's just spitting out shit. Now, I remember I watched this. Um, you're like, when is he going to get to the news article? Fuck you. I'm still ranting. I remember watching um, Bill Maher's. Uh, he made a documentary called um, Religious where he like says God doesn't exist. And yeah, it was like the beginning of the end of the world, I think. you know, I'm not like pro-God or anything. I'm just saying like we took away God and didn't replace it with anything. Place it with comedians, if anything. <laughs> so this comedian fucking says God doesn't exist and he goes on a quest. You know, It's a documentary. And he doesn't really combat them with any actual logic or anything like that. And I'm all about debating or discussing, you know, logically, you know. But he he talks to this guy Jesus, who is um not Jesus. He's a he's a performer, a Christian performer, you know. Uh, and he plays this uh, Jesus, and he knows his fucking Bible. He knows it pretty good. And uh, Jesus says something like he explains how God is. Something like a flame of some sort. I, I, I can't quite remember what the argument was. It was something good, though. I was like, oh, I could see that argument working. And he goes, and he does a self-monologue. Like, like, he looks down at the camera, and then you hear his voiceover, and he goes, man, that Jesus had a really good argument. And then this is his rebuttal to whatever the fuck he said. And he goes, but then I remembered. Religion doesn't, or religion, religion isn't real and God isn't real. So that was his rebuttal. Literally, the guy posed a thought, and to oppose his thought, he just said it was wrong. You know, didn't get an example or anything like that. He just reaffirmed his stance of God doesn't exist. And that's Bill Maher in a nutshell. And I've always seen him like that. You know, sometimes he does have good points. That's the scary thing because some of these guys have good points, you know, and that's scary when you have an intelligent person uh, saying some shit that's kind of true but also false. And there's like lies with layered in there, whether or not he knows what the fuck he's talking about or not, that, that doesn't matter. What matters is the person listening and watching it. Most times you're not Googling what the fuck they're saying. You're just watching it for entertainment and saying, yeah, and slowly, but surely your, your fucking brain is creating a neural pathway of yeah this shit's right you know and you don't even fucking question it you don't question what is what is fascism discuss that what what does that word actually mean you know 
Now, another thing I think uh, about this whole him thinking fascism is coming to America is the whole idea of like silencing people from talking. That's fascist. Censorship. That's fascist. A guy enforcing policies, that's not fascist. We have a place in, in like, if you want to say fascism is coming to play, it's when we're pushing the, the president to make do things and shit like that, when he's already just enforcing shit. Our Congress is the one who we should be fucking getting them to do shit, and it's not working. It's just not. The whole fucking system sucks. You got your whole Congress not doing anything, not passing laws or anything. They're just, they're just, I don't know, what's the word where you're not going anywhere? You know, it's deadlocked. And then the president has to make an executive order to get shit done, which, whatever that is. They don't even report what the exact executive order is. You have to actually fucking Google it to see what it is. The headline you get and that you have to stomach is... Uh, Trump signs an executive order to do this, but if you read it, it doesn't really do it, you know, so fuck, that kind of sucks. But anyways, the, the thing that took me off on this rant was, uh, he asked Michael Moore, Michael Moore makes these, uh, little, he's a liberal too, and, uh, he makes these, um, entertaining documentaries on his side of the fence, and yes, he does skew the facts a lot for his favor but that's 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 that could be as long as you understand that's what he's doing it's still entertaining and fun and there are some points to know you know like when he did the one with 9-11 and then he did the one with the um bowling for columbine and he did the one with the uh uh what was that one shit man it was healthcare. I thought they were good ones, dude. And, I, and like, it gave me a different aspect. I like different aspects. So I, I watched and I liked it. You know, some of it was wrong. You have to find that shit out, you know. He, he went to, like, like the healthcare one. He, he goes to Canada and shit. And he, he goes to all the good hospitals and shit. You know, it doesn't go to any of the, the actual hospitals that you would normally go to. Where you have to wait for fucking, like, months to get something done. You know, but that's, uh, that's Canada, man. He showed that. And Michael Moore, he, so like he goes, second thoughts, guns. What was my thought process? You know what? I don't even give a fuck about this article. They're having a conversation on the show, and, and uh, Michael Moore is talking about the percentage of people having guns. He says 7 million people have 160 million guns or whatever the fuck, and da 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 da. I mean, this talk is baby, baby stepping to the ideology of a civil war. That's a thing in which. What we're gonna we're gonna fight the government because Trump is such an asshole? Like, we does he know what he's trying to do? I mean, he's it's like maybe it's a two pronged plan. You know, you get to say this shit, and maybe maybe we should start a civil war and shit. So what? I should fight someone who I disagree with? Oh man, dude. I mean, like, it's not like we have slaves. I mean, everything. Is nuanced and, and it's confusing, but it's not like slaves and shit or, you know, children getting raped or some shit like that. Nothing bad like that to warrant a civil war ever right now. All that's happening now is a battle of ideologies, right? And it's fucking ridiculous, you know, like, so, so what if Trump's in power? He, he only will have that power for eight years. <laughs> And um, he'll be voted out. 
and uh, someone else will clean house, maybe. Who knows? Maybe it'll be Kanye. Who knows? Maybe The Rock. I'd vote for The Rock. And really, it, sh- it shouldn't matter. The president shouldn't matter. The president is just your guy who enforces some shit. He's your figurehead. And um, if, if and God forbid we go to war, shit, you know? It's stupid to even even hint at the fact that maybe we should have guns now because fucking Trump's being such a fascist or whatever the fuck. I think our education system's cracked. And really, people really need to understand what the fuck that word means. They need to understand the history of that word. You know, not to say shit like that. But here you are, Joe fucking Schmo, working an eight-hour day, maybe more, doing a two-hour commute maybe, you know, putting in, what, 10 to ten to 11 hours of not you doing what you doing. You, what does that mean? Yeah, average person ain't working and having fun in their job. They're not doing what they want to do. They're pretending to be someone they're not. For fucking 11 hours. You're not a person who's just driving to work. That's not who you are. Uh, Did you think at the end of your life, as you define yourself, I'm a guy who drives to work. No. I'm a guy who works at a fucking tire shop. Or I'm a guy who works at a, I don't know, distillery. Or whatever the fuck, man. Wherever the fuck you work, you know. Your average person is working a job they don't want to work. And they're acting like people they're not. You have to act polite and, you know, and if someone makes you mad, you have to suck that shit up, you know. You got your outliers, I, I grant that, but most people, they're just going to suck it up. People cut them off all, all day. All day you spend a whole day being someone you're not. And um, you, could, you could make an argument and it's an aspect of you. Yeah, an aspect. Do you really want to do that? Do you want to be that person? You know? I mean, I'm pretty confident if I gave you all the money in the world, you wouldn't be working that job as an average person. You fucking quit and do your own thing, whether it's do a mountain of blow or whoever you are. The story of you is not you at work, average person, I'm talking. Not like the outliers and shit like that. That's why there's so many people angry and shit. So you spend, you spend like fucking 10, 12 hours a day. I'm adding hours. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you come home and you've been eating shit food all day because your only reward in all this bullshit is to eat some sugary food. Yummy, carby, sugary food. Mmm, yum. And which, you know, isn't healthy for you. <laughs> so your brain's getting all mushy from it, you know? You get home, you're fucking tired, and you want to just be entertained. And you hear this fucking guy saying, oh, this fucking fascism, and Trump's this, and everyone, there's a bad guy out there, and that's why your life sucks. No, your life sucks because that's the way our system is set up. You're comparing yourself to other people wanting something that, you know, not everyone can have when you're already living it pretty good. I mean, as long as you got water and toilet house i mean you're doing better than most of the world you know and uh i know work sucks because you're not doing what you want to do and that kind of sucks right that's just aggravating so you want to blame the fucking one guy you can blame the president or whatever the fuck whoever the comedian is telling you to blame and um it just sounds easy right you don't really have to think about it you don't have to think about it at all you spend all day working, trying to be a drone, and then the only time you can think is at home, but do you feel like thinking? No. You're just going to go with whatever the fuck the comedian's saying and just agree with it. And that's your fascism right there. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, you know, whoever 
your lord and master comedian guy says. Man, if you find yourself just listening to comedians, there's something wrong with you. I'm just saying. Look, evaluate your life. And if you end up watching talk shows, and you know what, chances are, if you listen to my podcast, you're probably not watching those shows. I mean, because a podcast is more elevated, I would think, in the way of um, media and entertainment. Because you gotta, you're, you're doing something other than watching TV, and you're just listening to the sound of my voice or any podcast that you're listening to. And for that time, you're just listening to what they're saying. And you're really putting some gravitas to it. You're not just blindly listening to it. You're actually thinking about stuff. As opposed to watching this TV show where they spoon feed you comedy and shit like that, you know? And if I'm wrong about any of this, you know, I mean, you would then Google shit up. and then, But then you'd be a, like, I think you'd be a better person if you're like looking it up. You're like, this guy's fucking lying. This guy's talking shit. He doesn't know what he's talking about on this podcast. And then you find yourself looking shit up. That's pretty good. I think so. So either way, it's a win-win. You listen to my podcast, that's a win. You listen to my podcast and looking shit up to, to dispute me, that's good too. These are all good things. But these comedians, man, and their fucking jargon of calling things like uh, fascism and all that nonsense, ugh, it's quite irritating. Let's see here. I didn't even get through all my news. It, oh, yeah. The reason I brought this news story up. Okay, so we got guns, right? Seven million people, whatever the fuck. If if you wanted to fight a war against the government, you automatically lose because you're, you're used to America. You're fighting what? You're going to fight what? Other people? Like, they're, they're people, you know? And uh, you're, you're not really going to fight the people. You're going to fight the drones. I mean, if we're able to fucking bomb a church just to kill one person, trust me, if it comes to blows of a civil war, I don't think they care about you and a bunch of kids inside of a house. I mean, we did it before. ATF, that was rolling and kill everybody. You know, I mean, just that's, that's what we do. I mean, a civil war, you cannot win that. They could take your food supply out. They can get you a chemical warfare. There's no winning. Even if you had a fucking militia. If you guys are just militianing up, you know, having your guns and training every day. You know, what the fuck are you doing against a bomb? Shit. We have... If we're the number one military in the world, what the fuck do you, what chance do you have? Unless we, uh, the military kind of separates and does their own thing. Who knows, fuck. I, I just doubt a civil war could happen in which you'd win. Uh, in a lighter news, Kevin Feige, or is it Feige? Kevin Feige will not be replacing Kathleen Kennedy as Lucasfilm president. So this is a thing, right? Uh, Kevin Feige, he's like Disney, Lord and Master, you know. And Word on the street was that they were going to get rid of this lady, Kathleen Kennedy. She's a producer for uh, famous films, but that doesn't really mean much. And ever since she took over, a lot of the movies just suck and a lot of social justice, and they blame her for it. And there's a new narrative too for um, for when movies suck. The new thing is shit on the people who actually watch the movies. So if you get, okay, so if you're watching a movie like Star Wars or whatever, and I always rant about this shit, and you don't like it, and you make a review about it, it isn't it isn't a thing. It's not a criticism. It's you're an angry white guy. 
you know, or you, you they, they, they load up these uh, movies with demographics. So if you don't like a movie, it's obviously because you're racist or it's obviously you're against women's rights. It's obviously you're against slavery. Wait, you're for slavery? Huh. Fooled myself there. You can never say anything like the movie sucked or the story sucked. You could never say cite any examples like I really just felt this agenda was pushed as opposed to good storytelling or this character was underdeveloped. You can't say shit like that because you're just an angry white guy. The new villain of America, you know, like uh, it just sucks, man. If you're angry and you're male, I fucking feel sorry for you, dude. I am. I'm genuinely feel sorry for you. At least I look brown on the outside. I'm white as fuck, but I'm brown on the outside. You know, I'm half Filipino. I just look brown. You know, I blend in. You know, no one's like telling me about white privilege or anything like that. But if you're a white guy, dude, not only are you now a pig or a sex sexist pig or a thing, you're a racist or you're a fucking misogynistic. I think I just said the same thing twice. Or you know, you're just a terrible person. You know, that's what the new thing is. And if you have an opinion about something, how dare you have an opinion about something? Who the fuck are you to have an opinion? You've oppressed people for years. Man, it's going to be a thing in which they're going to hurt up all the white people. Well, what am I saying? White people, white men into, in, into camps, you know, let's <laughs> get rid of them because they're so racist. <laughs> That's, a, that's the vibe I'm getting. This Kathleen uh, Kennedy, though, ever since she started helming shit, all the nerds in the world are like, fuck this lady. But it's hard because she's a lady and you can't say that. So, And these guys are angry and they're white. So <sighs> sucks, man. All right. That's not much news. I really don't care. He says he's not going to replace her. Let your franchise die then. Protesters block expressway after officer who shot Antoine Rose granted bail. Check it. Protesting. I'm anti-protesting in a way because I feel like people are just hijacking the whole thought process. And they're not getting anything done. They could use that eight-hour time to create communities and do things and group up and solve a problem or two. You know, there was like a, like, you know, tend to the garden around you, you know. I mean, why would you want to, like, if you're here in America, why would you tend to something that's in China? You know, that kind of thing. You know, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is, I mean, if you got a group of people and you're fucking pissed that shit happened, why don't you form a group, a collective mind, and figure out what the fuck happened? You know, how, you, you ain't getting rid of cops, man. That's just not going to happen. Why don't you form a militia or something like that? That sounds bad. It sounds like I'm inciting violence. But, like, I mean, this protesting thing, holding signs up and doing things like this. See, they're blocking, like, a freeway. And um, that's fucked up. So everyone has to pay for a cause they don't believe in. Or maybe they do believe in, but they got to pay for it, too. I got to go to work, but I can't because you guys are blocking the freeway. You know, I'm a hospital truck. I can't I can't get anywhere because you're blocking the freeway. This person's going to die. Thank you. Thank you for this cause. You know, let's slow traffic down for everybody. Hundreds of So we could bring awareness to this fucking guy who got shot. This fucking guy. I sounded rude. For this guy who got shot, right? It sucks that he got shot by a cop and that happens a lot and that sucks. But what, what can we do? That's what we can do. We, we what we need to do is form groups you know we, we need to band together come up with a plan and enact the plan not come up with protesting 
I mean, what the fuck? Everyone's going to go out in the streets with signs. What does that do, really? You brought attention to nothing. You know, I mean, I'm pretty confident I can ask people right now who Antoine Rose was, and not many people are going to know this guy, you know? I mean, and like what? You're going to have everyone in the world protest? And what's going to get solved? Nothing. I get I get putting pressure on communities and things like that. I guess that's what you could do. I don't know about blocking no freeway. I just I just think that you got to use that guy as an example, the, the Swedish dude. Instead of protesting plastic going into water or garbage going into water, dude came up with a way, invented some technology, and, and formed a group of people to do to clean the fucking ocean. I think if you have enough minds, if you have a plan of action, you can come up with something better than just protesting. I don't know. Fucking hire lawyers. Pull your money together to hire lawyers and sue this fucking guy to death. Do something. Make a GoFundMe account. I don't know. But protesting in the freeway, you guys are accomplishing nothing. You know, as long as you didn't Facebook that shit, that's the most deplorable thing. I'm protesting. Recognize my deeds. I mean, dude, fucking validation. Shut up. You know, you don't need validation for protesting. If you feel this is true and near dear to your heart, that's cool. Don't be in the freeways. That's one thing. Don't don't fucking hurt others. That's what you're doing. Just to push your agenda. You're not winning anyone there. And they could be agreeing with you. Uh, don't ever grow up. Oh, yeah. Toys R Us is done. They are closing all their stores. Man, Toys R Us is iconic. But it makes sense, right? I mean, Blockbuster went away. It's only a matter of time. M- most stores are going to go away. But then again, I don't know, man. Toys R Us is kind of niche, right? Like, I want to look at the toy before I buy it, right? You want to know that. So how does that work out? <sighs> They're overpriced anyways. That just sucks, though. Like, I, if I'm buying online, I still at least want to play with it a little to know that this is a toy I want to buy for my kid. It's almost nefarious in a way, though. You close the Toys R Us or whatever, and you're buying shit just online purely. I guess with return policies. What a waste. So you bought some shit. I guess you have to buy shit early, open it first, and then check it out. Then close it up and then rewrap it for the kid. I guess that's what you would do. Yeah, It does suck when you fucking get a thing for a kid and fucking... They fucking... Um, it breaks, you know, and you didn't know that. Because <laughs> that wasn't the toy you tried out. Let's see what else we got here. Ryan Johnson defends The Last Jedi yet again with the help from the original trilogy. I'm not going to fucking read what he said. I'm just going to throw this out. That guy made a fucking terrible movie only because he didn't stick to his guns. I mean, at one thing, like there was like a narrative he was pushing with one of the characters. Uh, and then he just reversed everything, you know? Like, he's like, get rid of the Jedi. And at the very end, Jedi are back. I mean, you should have stuck with it. No more Jedi. I'm not a Jedi. I'm just a person trying to help, and I have the Force. But no, I'm a Jedi. You need me, because I am badass. We should have Jedi then. I don't know. What narrative were you pushing? Get rid of the Jedi or keep them? What the fuck? Makes sense. Uh, and once again, my biggest thing is Luke Skywalker going out without a bang. I mean, you had this guy, you cultivated this character, and you fucking just let him die. You know? 
Yeah, metachlorines. This fucking guy. His new thing now, and this is a new thing, man. You make shit stuff, you you don't own up to it. You just like shit on everyone else's doing it, you know? I don't I didn't see oh yeah. It's you fans are hating on the Asian lady. Rather than developing your characters further, they just added more characters and developed them. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> and then they came up with storylines that led to nowhere. And that was it. I mean, they had some good themes in there. That's the cool thing. There was some good storytelling in there. And I thought it was like, man, this is really good. I couldn't believe it. But then they just gave up on it. And there's this whole vision that Ray had that was not as good as like Empire Strikes Back. And Empire Strikes Back, he fucking goes into a cave. Luke sees Darth Vader, fucks him up, and then sees that inside Darth Vader's mask is him. And what is that supposed to mean? What does it all mean? And then eventually it uh <clears throat> it turns out it you know Luke you know Luke's you know Luke's that's his father, you know, Darth Vader. In this one, she has a vision, she thinks she sees her parents, then she snaps her fingers, and it's a bunch of just her, there's no one else, and they reveal that her parents are no one. I mean, if you wanted to work in a way that's a a vision, then it should have been, uh, fucking, she, I don't know, sees her parents, and then there's just nothingness, and then you're like, what does that even mean, and who's your parents, they're nobodies. Well, whatever. I think that was cool, though, that her her parents were nobody, though. I think that was ballsy, and I think that was a good thing, and I, I hope they push that. I have a feeling they won't. They'll, they'll reverse it. So you just fucked up a whole trilogy, you know? And uh, But it would have been really badass if her parents were nobody and they threw away, like, trash. The only people that will have her is the dark side. And then she just draws strength from being nobody, you know. But she's super powerful. So it's kind of weird that nobody is powerful, you know, and her parents are nobodies. I don't know. Maybe they shouldn't have made her as powerful. Maybe they should just have made her badass, you know. They made her fucking super powerful, way stronger than Luke. The only way they make Luke say that he's stronger is because he did something that would have killed normal people, but it doesn't really, like, show that he's powerful. Just saying, if... Everything would have been forgiven if they had shot them fucking lasers with those huge walkers and then Luke was knocking them back with his lightsaber, you know, giving them the much. And then it just came down to Luke versus Kylo Ren, you know, and then he does the thing where they actually fight and then he just lets himself die, you know, like that, just like Obi-Wan did before him. You know, that would have been cool. But now they fucked that all up because Ryan Johnson did the thing where he wanted to be different, but he kept doing it, you know, from Luke Skywalker throwing the lightsaber over his shoulder to the Jedi should die. These are lessons you shouldn't know. The Jedi are good. You know, they fucking let all this shit go down. You know, you're thinking what Snoke is a nobody because he dies. She's a nobody because her parents, I mean, they just kept doing it, you know, like a good movie doesn't keep doing that in your face like you thought you knew what you were getting but now you don't you know like you want to have a story structure especially something as vibrant as star wars with a with a mythos to it and everything you could turn some things on its head and that's okay like one or two but if you constantly keep turning things on its head you know just to be different you're doing it wrong you know let's have jar jar binks in every fucking outfit you know it's stupid
Uh, well, Ryan Johnson defends his shit by saying that his stuff's good. Roseanne Barr says she didn't want any money for the Roseanne spinoff because it has her name in it. Maybe? I don't know. Like, who is she to think that she would get money? So Roseanne Barr, if you don't know about it, she gets Mambian and she says something that's kind of racist because the lady she made fun of him of happens to be black. She compared her to um, a cross between um, this one random person on Obama's staff back in the day. Compared her to a to a Planet Apes person, and uh, I always forget that second part. I only remember the Planet Apes part. But what was it? Um, Planet Apes. Let's see if I have it in here. I said a Democrat, but it was, I was wrong. It wasn't. Uh, so, uh, I regret. Man, Ambien's a tricky thing, man. You'd be doing some things on Ambien, making you racist. <laughs> uh, I didn't have paid off comedian, Connors. I regret. I agree. Some bars. I've lost everything. Yes, you have. Ah, oh, man, dude. I was kind of hoping they would say what she said. Ah, oh, man. Fuck. I should have looked that up. That's a quality podcasting right there. <laughs> Let's see if I can uh, control copy. Let's see what she fucking said. I'm I'm fucking curious now with a vengeance. Like this, I'm gonna nail this shit. And it's funny too because I, I said that before, and I was like, "What is okay? Where's she, where's she spin off? The fuck? What did she say? Connors." Roseanne, she didn't ask for money. Three ways to make Connors good. Roseanne's been off. What do you want? What's Roseanne without Roseanne? Yeah, it's funny too because she thought she was Jewish. She looks Jewish. She didn't even know she was black. She looks kind of black. Uh, I agree. Settlement, 200 jobs. Uh, Roseanne Barr, still dead. Jokes. Two hiatus. Was that return? Uh, I'm out of time. Was that one for your cross and producers? In fact, Twitter coexists. Uh, I know ISIS Connor said, Roseanne Barnes. And someone's gonna be, wow, oh, fuck. It's more of that shit. What'd she say? Cross between. Mm. Uh, she was a cross between. Uh, Planet Apes and Pocket. I'm like in my brain. I'm trying to remember. Last two takes was busy uh, theories, credulous, complicated, simple, and piece of shit. Jagger, blah blah blah. Good quality podcast, not knowing shit, huh? Well, here, here we go. Here we go. In case driving force, gender fluid. Ooh. Jenner Fluid, what the fuck? Uh, uh, gays, Roseanne hits, Murphy Brown, Incredibles. Ah, fuck, I don't care. She said she caught someone, someone that looks like a Planet Apes and shit like that, and that was fucked up because she was on Ambien or whatever. And um, you can do some fucked up shit on Ambien. That's fucked up. It's it's confusing because like, what do you say? Do you say hide your phone if you're gonna take Ambien? You know, don't put yourself in a position where you can be on Ambien and do shit. And she was doing drugs and shit like that, you know. And then she said that shit. <clears throat> it's weird though because we can't forgive her. 
you know, it's because she made fun of the liberals and shit, and so you can't forgive her for fucking fucking up like that. That's pretty bad, you know. But other people could fuck up left and right, call people cunts, and you don't forgive them. I mean, you forgive them like wholeheartedly, you know. Cunts not so bad, you know. I guess. And that's that's it for uh, that man. It sucks to be Roseanne, you know. They're gonna make a sideshow. Instead of a, uh, I don't even know who was all about this, dude. Like, who wants to watch Roseanne? But I guess that's a thing. They do Roseanne, and then uh, she makes a comment, gets two hundred people fired, and then now they're gonna make a spinoff called The Connors. So it's a Roseanne show without her. Hey, man, that's cool. Whatever. <laughs> all right, let's get into some riff section. Riff section, section of the riffs. So I don't really got much to riff about, but I shouldn't have said that because now I have a lot. Usually when I say I don't have that much to riff about, I start riffing longer than I should have. All right, let's do this. We've got oh Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. So she she's in this thing now where she's like, yeah, I'm bisexual and da 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 da. This is my girlfriend, and I I can't help but feel that she's just doing that to push her career like she's not really like a lesbian or bisexual i think she just says yeah yeah we're together you know like how girls do where they're like they're besties and they're hugging each other and shit like that like i don't think they're macking on each other hard or anything like that i could be wrong but i don't know when i see that my gut instinct is that she's just doing that to push her career just how like they're pushing valkyrie to be a lesbian and shit like that because she is valkyrie so she's trying to you know cash in on that moolah she goes hey yeah just be a lesbian with me okay yeah they're already friends and shit um it's kind of weird hollywood's a weird place they some they're mostly fake you can't tell if like if that's their true persona or not you know that's the way it is Did i fold all this stuff up what's i got going on uh star trek oh shit yeah i talked about last week so they're in the works of making a Star Trek Next Generation, and they're bringing back Patrick Stewart. Now, I don't know if they're going to bring back the rest of the cast, but I, I don't know how to feel about that because I like me some Star Trek Next Generation, and it's it's awesome because like, like I could keep coming back to that show, watching episodes, and I'm like, wow, I like how they explored this thought. But... You know, it's kind of odd, man, because like in this day and age, there's other ways to explore science fiction kind of thoughts. Like you got your Black Mirror and you got your um, there's like a bunch of copycats called like the electric something or other on Amazon. And and then you got all these other science fiction shows that kind of like break up like things like, for instance, The Expanse. That's a great show. Just finished watching season three. And um, I can't imagine Star Trek Next Generation being as relevant as something as The Expanse. Because when you watch The Expanse, uh, wow, that's really good. Um, you got you got your you got your belters. You got people who work. It's like a it's like in the future, um, Earth is uh, populated other parts of the solar system like Mars and further out one of the moons and shit like that you know but with like technology that's kind of feasible like you got your own like habitable domes and shit and the, and they're trying to terraform mars but that's gonna take like hundreds of years or something like that so it's still people living in domes but there's like a billion people on mars 
you know. And then you got you got asteroids being mined by this another community called the Belters, and they're like out living in space stations and shit, and it's really rough. So you got Earth. They're like think of them as England. You know, they started out everything, and then Mars is like the new America. You know, hardcore. Very high tech too. They they have real advanced technology, which kind of makes sense because they're out there without the aid of Mars. So inadvertently, they're learning new things. To like, they'll solve one problem in creating uh, new kinds of technology. Kind of like when we had our space program, shit. Because of that, we have MRI technology and things like that. So much stuff was invented. And then you got the Belters, and they all live on these little asteroid satellites and things like that, you know, on, on space stations. And it's cool too, cause the in in and the Expanse, man, it, the tech, it's not like they go super fast. They're spending like weeks and months traveling across, kind of like back in the day on the on the boats of old, you know, instead of airplanes. And um, they create like distinctive personalities, like the Belters. They have it the hardest. So they have a strong sense of community and self-sacrifice. And it, it fucking feels like they're like heroes. Like every time something goes down, like you can feel like that's legit. Like we got to sacrifice ourselves like because they're fucking so hardcore. I think got Mars, they're pretty hardcore. But there's no like hardcore heroes there. Neither do they have on Earth because Earth is lazy, full of bad guys there. Intrigue. And a bunch of spies too. Kind of like England, you know. It's weird. It's a good show, but you're gonna have Star Trek Next Generation, and you're gonna have like Picard, and he's pretty cool. And I don't know, man. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know how they're gonna make that work. How you make that relevant? You already have a fan already. I'm in it. I don't know if they're gonna get everyone else out. It's like how how many more ways can they save the universe or humanity itself? Discovery did something similar. They're like they describe. Not only do they save the universe, they describe. They uh, saved all universes. So it's kind of hard to top that. <laughs> but yeah, there's no rumors on what Star Trek's going to be. But it's gonna, But they're going to have Picard, at least. He's going to reprise his role. That's all we know. So more to, more on that as it develops. Uh, let's see here. I watched... Um, what is that movie? Jurassic World. That was pretty cool. Not really. I don't know if it's a thing in which I'm getting movie fatigue. And I don't even watch that many movies. But these movies seem kind of like hashes of other movies. Like cookie, like cutting pieces out here and putting it there. Um, let me give you a spoiler-free review. Uh, it was uh, okay. It was average. I wouldn't mind uh, renting it as opposed to watching it in theater. The story is... Pretty straightforward. No real plot twist. I guess there's one plot twist, but you kind of see that coming. Um, I don't even know why they need a plot twist. It's because your story's weak. That's why you needed a plot twist. And that shit was weak. Um, it's less Jurassic Parky and more like a story within Jurassic Park. Uh, they introduce a new dinosaur. That's the gimmick. And uh, people make stupid mistakes letting dinosaurs go. And... Um, Let's see here. They bring back some old characters, make subtle references to the other movies. The first half of the movie was boring, but the second half picked up. <coughs> Which you wouldn't think. Uh, 
I give that movie at one out of ten. I give it a six. Solid six. Yeah. Because it was average, but a little bit better because I was entertained towards the last half of it. Um, I like uh, Chris Pratt. He's cool. Bryce Dallas Howard. She didn't really get much to do. Um, they introduced this little girl. Uh, whatever on that. Um, the villain was kind of like... They had two villains, yeah, like the henchman villain, the main bad guy. The main bad guy was just kind of like comically bad, you know, like on the corporation bad, you know. And then you got the hardcore henchman who collects teeth. Um, spoiler, if you want, here we go. One, two, three, spoiler. So the story is about uh, the dinosaurs are on an island. This is three years after the fucking Jurassic World. And the volcano, for some reason, the volcano's about to explode, killing all the dinosaurs. So everyone's wondering whether or not they're going to save the dinosaurs or not. They decide they're just going to let them die. For some reason, Bryce Dallas Howard character, I don't know why, she was like treating the dinosaurs like trash. And then at the very end, you know, she was scared of the dinosaurs because they tried to kill her. And in this movie, three years later, I guess she's had a change of heart because she's all about the dinosaurs and she has like a fundraiser trying to save the dinosaurs and all that shit and um some guy some rich dude who happens to be a bad guy but you don't know that uh wants her to go and save the dinosaurs as many as they can and uh they want her to save blue because that raptor knows some shit and uh, she gets back with her her guy friend chris pratt awesome dude who didn't really get much to do either they go to the fucking island to save the dinosaurs. They get double-crossed. Dinosaurs get taken away. Turns out, out of the blue, they made a like a super dinosaur that's like a raptor. A T-Rex raptor. And uh, the second half of the movie is them on, on, on the United States. And uh, they're selling the dinosaurs as weapons and pharmaceutical companies. And the dinosaurs get out. And that's about it. That's the end of the movie. At the end of the movie, all the dinosaurs are just all around the world. And it's Jurassic World, meaning the world full of dinosaurs. And that's a thing. Reality-wise, I mean, if there was a bunch of fucking dinosaurs, the moment, the moment they, like, <laughs> run into a car, the thing, are they're dead. They're dead. That's how people are. Once a child dies because of a dinosaur... Or an animal, like a bear. They put this shit down. You know how many bears we kill? Because they randomly ran into somebody. So if it was real dinosaurs, it wouldn't be much of a thing. And then and the last scene was like the raptor was at the end of the... Um, was like near a suburb. So I don't know how that's going to work. And this one girl, she's a clone. And she's part dinosaur. No, I'm kidding. I, I don't know. They did a close-up on her eyeball, and it was brown. So I didn't know what what did that mean. Did that mean that she's a dinosaur, too? Or why would they close up on her? But who knows? And that was the movie. Six. You feel like uh, mindless action somewhat towards the half end of a movie? Go watch it. thing to note, though, is that um, when I went to watch the uh, trailers, which is my favorite part of the movies most times, is that each movie was like a ripoff of another movie, like a remake or some sort. Like they had Robin Hood, 
Like, he's, like, shooting, stealing from the rich, giving it to the poor, another remake. And I was like, I bet he's a witty hero. And get lo and behold, he starts making jokes. Yeah, I'm a fucking... So he's, like, one of them calm, reserved, ninja, Robin Hood people, hardcore, and also is comical and not your normal stoic character. Like, the age of stoic characters are gone. All characters must be... uh. I guess somewhat masculine, but also able to make jokes at serious times and clever and witty and doing some random shit where they're falling and shooting something. That's a big deal. He does that. He falls and shoots an arrow. Then they had a Meg. That's a movie I kind of want to watch, but that's like a rehashed Jaws. It's a Megalodon. It's a huge dinosaur shark for some reason. I intend to watch that, but once again, that's like a remake. What other remakes they had? And they had a bunch of remakes and sequels. So we can't make new movies anymore. Remember The Last Dragon? That was a great movie. You remember, you remember Predator? That was it. Oh, speaking of which, there's a remake of Predator in the works. That's happening. <laughs> yeah. They just keep remaking movies. The era of remaking movies. I wonder if it was like that in the 60s. They just keep remaking movies. It's like we can't come, any, come up with anything new. Uh-huh. I watched The Death of Superman. That was a pretty cool cool um, movie. I give that a 10. No, I'm joking. I give it an 8. It's an 8. Um, it's based off the comic Death of Superman. And uh, it's well drawn. And it's about the... If you ever watched the, the DC movies that are cartoons now, it seems like it's within that universe. So all the characters look like from what they are... The iteration of DC that they're doing now. And um, Superman fights Doomsday and dies. That's what that is. Um, it's pretty good. They had made a, a Doomsday um, cartoon back in the day, but they combined like a couple of the comic books together. So Superman dies and comes back within the uh, same movie. That was pretty good too. So it's cool that they remade it and kept it re- relevant. I should do Red Sun. That would be tight. That's when, um, I'm not going to spoil it, but what would happen if Superman landed in Russia as opposed to Kansas? And that shit's good. It's real good. Communism at its greatest. <clears throat> see, what are, what are the things I've been doing? So Expanse was good. I talk about Legion. If I haven't, it, it's a great show. Uh, see here. We got Colony. That's a pretty good show, too. It's like TV's better than movies, man. They they know what they're doing. They make good stuffs. Let's see here. Um, any other movies I've seen? Uh, oh, I watched Rampage with The Rock. That was pretty tight. I give that movie a solid like seven. You know, I got Dwayne Johnson with the big giant ape destroying shit. It's pretty cool. Monkey flips people off. No monkey shit. You would think you have huge monkeys. It would lend itself to a joke like huge monkey shit. But it didn't. Uh, All right. Well, I got one more thing to riff about. And it's about petty people. There are people out there that when they make a mistake, they can't own up to it. It's not like they want to or think about it it's that they're so in such a a, mo- a momentum that they just keep doing the things that they've been doing 
Like, if they were walking forward, they would keep walking until they hit a wall. And then kind of move around the wall and keep going straight, because that's what they do. And some people are petty in that respect, in the sense that they can't... They can't take responsibility for their own mistakes, so they just kind of uh, blame others because it's just easier to blame others. And they just kind of seek out things to, to, to forward your narrative of how it's not my fault. You know, you, you tell someone they got cancer and, uh, oops, I made a mistake. You know, that happens. Yeah, wrong person, you know, that kind of thing. Not that any doctors I work with have ever done that, but I mean, it's a possibility, you know. You know, I've I've heard stories, you know, doctors saying that shit, you know, and they don't take responsibility. They just don't. They say, "Oh, I'm sorry," and that's it. But then they try to blame somebody else, like their medical assistant or something like that, or nurse, whoever they have, because it's just easier. Like we had this one doctor back in the day. She had a bad day, right? She had a bunch of shitty patients. And uh, didn't know how to manage her own time. But in the sense that all you have to do is see your patients. you got 15 minutes per patient. And sometimes you run behind, right? If you run behind, you run behind. Only because you didn't have enough time. And that's that's just the way the cookie crumbles. You don't shit out on a tornado, do you? Tornado's just going to do what it's going to do. Same thing. You're working a normal day. Seeing patients every 15 to 30 minutes. And sometimes you just run behind. That's the way it is. Now, if you somehow, like, at the end of the day, think to yourself, you know, why didn't this get done or that get done? Chances are it probably did get done, but not in, not in a manner that would have gained you any minutes, you know. she Like, what we should do is, like, she would run in, like, late, and then she'd be at a time deficit the entire time, and then always trying to make up time. And so if... For instance, if someone was checking in one of her patients, she would come out of the room like, I need this right now. But there would be no one there because they're checking in our patients. And uh, because of that, it becomes a thing in which it's because of that person not helping me out when I need them because I was che- they were checking in patients. They don't even think that. They don't even connect those two thoughts. They think, you know, I came out. You weren't right there. That it must be your fault, even though they were probably doing things for you. But what pettiness comes into play is the fact that you don't recognize that. Rather than recognizing, hey, you just running behind or, you know what, they're probably checking in another patient. So there's that, you know, just you then blame them for that. You were like, oh, yeah, if it's because my MA wasn't here. Or my MA wasn't doing this or something like that. That's fucking petty. And you're wondering, why is he bringing this shit up? Well, I just had a thought about pettiness. I saw someone being petty the other day. I thought, yeah, let me talk about some pettiness, especially when you get upper echelons. You got these doctors, man. They'd be working 12-hour shifts or whatever, and uh, or eight-hour shifts, but they got to do their charts and you know things like that. And so they're working at the home, and they only spend like a few hours with their kids, and that's their life. They make a lot of money, and they can afford a house in uh, you know wherever the fuck you're at. Like San Diego's really expensive. Only the rich can have houses, you know. Unless you knew somebody, you know, you got, you got like a house, like, like the starting house that's like a shack is like $350,000. That's like one bedroom or some shit like that. Meanwhile, after, after a certain amount, like after 500,000, then you're able to buy pretty much any house. Right. I mean, and then, you know, there's levels of that. There's more houses for $500,000 than there are for 300, let alone underneath. 
And um, I guess that's the price you pay for working so hard. You're able to buy these houses and shit. And so your life is miserable. My thought is, if, if your life is fucking miserable, maybe you should change it. And not get caught up in the trap of money. It just sucks when that does happen. And it just sucks when people shit on other people. Because they can't handle their own fucking shit. You know? Petty. And it's such an instinctual thing, you know, like, oh, obviously it's your fault because of this one thing. Meanwhile, you're really mad because you're just behind, you know, and you can't see that. All you can see is how it's not your fault, you know, like you're late for work because you left late and you're blaming like your kid because. They didn't put their socks on fast enough, as opposed to when you should have left like 20 minutes earlier, you know, you wouldn't have that problem if you had just left earlier, you know, and then there's like, you know, things like that. You just, then you start blaming other things like your kids or whatever. It's hard to take accountability for the things you fuck up, you know. That's it for my riff section, you know, some people, but did I write more on that? Pettiness. I think I wrote something. So at the, no, I came up with the a new <sighs> shit. I guess that's it. Did I have the shit on me? Oh well. I came up with the new section because I want to get those thoughts out there. I called it the um, the the car riff section. Yeah, like, what does that even mean? Well, I have an hour commute and I have time to talk about some shit. So I want to get my idea out there before I forget. Less wasting time. I know you guys don't like it when I when I do the podcast in the car, but fuck, man. Sometimes I got to do it. So I did. So I, I talked about immigration and uh, virtual signaling. You know, like, hey, yeah, I'm protesting. Hey, look at me. Notice me. Look what I'm doing. I care for the cause, but notice me. You know, that kind of thing. I talked about that shit. And that's it. Uh, here comes the car riff section i don't know what to call it car section section of car (laughs) edit this later all right trying out the new section i'll call car thoughts because it's running out of time gotta gotta get my thoughts out there while i can you know it's not making it an everyday thing, but let me get that content out there as much as I can. Alright, so <clears throat> I'm basically going to riff about random things while I'm in the car and go from there. Let's talk about immigration. That's big in the big in the news nowadays. Um, it's 2018 in June. It's the, uh, right now, I can't look at my watch, but it's June. End of June, almost 4th of July, going to Michigan. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to riff about immigration <clears throat> or or something like it. So big in the news was, I think it was last week, you had uh, the Mexicans, or not Mexicans, I should say immigrants, but they're illegal, and they separated the kids from the illegal immigrants. And, uh, well, from their parents, because it, it came down to a policy in the sense of uh, <clears throat> if you're a criminal and you're going to jail, you can't, t- you can't put the kids in the jail with you, right? 
which is and so they started enforcing this whole separation thing right and there's stories on both ends like whether these places that they're in are good or bad but it is kind of bad to take kids from uh parents you know and then uh yeah even if those kids are at the ritz you know having the best times or lap their lives like a camp a lot of people call it camp it's not really like a, a camp man i mean they are separated like camp without your parents against your will is not a camp that just sucks right but it's more nuanced than something as simple as let the kids go let them do this let them do that legal immigrants immigrants it's a real complicated and convoluted subject you got people who want to be on the right you got one people who want to be on the left <clears throat> but no one's ever talking in between you know so <clears throat> I think I keep going on about is we should redefine this whole illegal immigrant thing like what is an illegal immigrant like I like I mean it can't just be as simple as a bunch of people coming over uh, crossing illegally right I mean if a Canadian did that do you think they would get this much like shit I don't know I these are just questions I ask I mean like um, it just feels like we just take a shitty stance if you if you're crossing over the border from Mexico and you cross I mean if we catch you I guess if you cross legally like you know not at one of the borders maybe somewhere else and we catch you then it becomes a thing in which you know we got to arrest you and now we just enforce the policy like you can't have a, a detainment camp of, of illegal immigrants and and kids so we separated them now i mean is that a bad thing or is it a good thing well definitely i think it's bad if you separate a parent from their kid okay put that all out there I think that's bad and then when, when you when you're talking illegal immigrants like what 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 is it that makes them illegal why haven't we done studies or what have you if it's just if it's a thing in which you're uh you're saying that you know they're just immigrants and they just want to you know live a good life whatever the fuck then why is it they can't do that you know is it is it a is it a system in place in which they're supposed to and if that's the case why can't we initiate the process if that's the case like why is it got to be uh, one way or another like instantly they cross over we can't initiate a process in which we we vet them make sure they're not terrorists or murderers or anything they're just families that want to come over why can't we just do that I don't know I don't know I'm not, I'm not that guy I don't know these things I just don't understand that and if you do know hey hit me on twitter the podcast for me or you can email me at my podcast for me or whatever i'm on facebook too k-dog just look for k-dog or leave me a comment on my soundcloud or whatever there's many ways to contact me if you really feel strongly that legal immigrants should stay legal let me know but i i just don't think that we should just be so like harsh in the way of saying yeah well no fuck them you know because they're, they crossed over illegally, so they're breaking the law. I think maybe the law should be changed a little. Just a little. I mean, the Congress should have did their job, really. They should have made a new law. Making the president do an executive order 
is something like we're begging for another king. We want a king. We want Trump to do something. We want Obama, whatever president we have, we want them to do something. But that's not what they're there for. They're just supposed to enforce shit. And we've lost sight of that. And I blame the media for that. And maybe schooling, I don't know. But maybe the media should be educated in this kind of shit. Maybe it shouldn't be a thing in which, you know, the media is all like, well, the president should do this and have opinion pieces. I don't know. I think something's wrong with the media in general when it comes to news. I don't mind your comedians. They have a lot of power. But I think the real issue is the media. I mean, because... Congress just needs to make laws and or just uh, discuss it, but it seems like it gets caught up in the the minutia of government. You know, like it, it becomes very vague. Oh well, we'll have to do something. Well, if the Republicans don't fucking back down, or if the Democrats or blah blah blah. I mean, but nothing really is getting done. And then the president goes and signs an executive order and just does something. And if you looked at the executive order, it's pretty vague onto itself. Seems like a Publicity, uh, publi ah, I'm having a publicity stunt, you know? It's funny how you have words in your head and you can't say them out loud on the spot, you know? And then later on I'll be hearing it and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I should have said that. I'm driving really fast over here. If you hear my engine, fuck yes, because my beast mode is on. I'm trying to get home. Anywho. You got, you got your immigration, and then I don't, I don't know why Congress can't make laws. And like you're like, oh, are you for open borders? No, nah, I didn't really say that. It is kind of a weird thing in which you're born in one spot, and it's automatically, that's, that's, that's life. It sucks to be you, you know? And then you cross over, but you can only cross over at certain points. You got to get a visa or something like that. You know, I have to say... Why not have it like a work thing? Like, if you want to come across into our country, why don't you earn it? Like, I'm coming up with ideas here. This is my idea. Yeah, you, you want to come across the country and you come illegally, we'll talk to you, give you a pass, and then you work yourself, you know, work to prove who you are, you know, like a pro probation. Why can't we do that? There's so many ways to crack this nut. There's so many ways to make this work, but for some reason it gets lost. No one discusses it. If you ever talk to your average person, it's no open borders, fucking immigrants should stay where the fuck they are, or conversely, let them all in. I don't give a shit, just let them in. That's pretty dangerous too. But if you ask them, so are you for open borders? They'll, they won't even fucking understand what that means. Yeah, well, so terrorists can come across? Shit, all I have to do is get a, uh, a woman to say that she's fr trying to start a new life and uh, just get in with her. You know, I mean, shit. I, it's confusing because the, the, po the, uh, the, the people, the public, doesn't really understand any of that because it's so con con uh, confusing. And then you got your, your personalities talking and trying to give people the real deal. Like you got your Ben Shapiro and you got your uh, Fox News and Friends and shit. And then, then you got your um, then you got your talk show host, Jimmy Kimmel and them and Jimmy Fallon. And these are the fucking people who are telling you if this is right or wrong. And you're just supposed to kind of go with it. With podcasts though, there's a little bit more validity to it because you got people like Ben Shapiro and 
maybe like a Joe Rogan, you know, they, they, they're saying shit. They're actually on the opposite ends of the spectrum, I think. But um, you got these guys and they got the personalities and some of them are legit. Like I would, uh, I'm biased. I think Joe Rogan's the most legit of all of them. You know, I'm just going to throw that out there. But um, you got you got Ben Shapiro. Now he's pretty legit to an extent. It's hard. It's hard to gauge whether or not he's just saying shit to start shit, or if he and he's so smart. That guy. If you hear him talk, that guy's the truth in the sense of like intelligence. He's not fucking around. That's dangerous though. I have friends like that. They're super smart, but you can't tell if they're bullshitting you to push an agenda, or they're just you know just talking out of their ass you can't tell because they're, they're fucking smart you know and Ben Shapiro is such a guy man he could really be just throwing shit and smoke up your ass it's not like you're gonna correct him you know I guess Twitter could correct him and shit but that is the, the cool thing about him is he'll he's open to discuss shit so I mean there's that and I don't know why more people don't you know discuss that shit and you know I don't know go from there it is tough though having a guy talk to you about some honest shit and then stop and say, "Oh, do you like beds? I like beds. Buy Casper mattress or some shit like that," you know. So it's kind of hard, you know, to listen to a guy who just throws an advertisement, you know, here and there. They all do advertisements, but he does it like in the middle of like talking, and it, I don't know. From there, it just kind of loses its validity with me, you know. I'm not a sellout, anyways. Buy balloons from balloon makers or some shit like that. It's kind of weird, you know? Well, I'm not saying that he's a bad dude, per se. There's a lot of hate with that guy. <laughs> but he's real smart, though. If you ever listen to him, he's pretty smart. But it's kind of hard to separate facts from bullshit. I'm not saying that everything he says is bullshit. And I'm not the person who can, like, I don't know, tell, like, um, I don't know, articulate what he's doing is bullshit or not. But sometimes it does, I get a vibe, I don't know, my gut feeling says that sometimes he's just saying shit to start shit. But I'm pretty confident if you're a smart, smart person, you could talk to him. It's not like uh, he's gonna argue. I've, I've had him argue, I've had him, I've had him, I've heard him argue with people, but it's not argue, they're discussing in the sense, you know? And that's cool, you know? Difference of opinions and discussing. Something that people should do. This whole immigration is very complicated. It's not simple. A lot of people just want to make it closed borders, open borders, combination of the two. But I don't understand, like I said, I don't get why we can't if they cross over. Because it's not like everyone's super educated around the world. And you're like, you can't just be like, oh yeah, they totally know the process of becoming a citizen. Not, not everyone knows Google. Not everyone knows this shit, you know. And they want to come over and they want to work these fucking shitty jobs, you know? I mean, they're willing to work. And anyone who's willing to work, why are we the ones who are trying to stop that, you know? Their kids go to school, they learn. Uh, I mean, you want that. You want that energy. You want that, I want to do it. I want to get it done. That's what America was founded on, you know? People trying to make a better life for themselves, you know? They Like... Uh, I get you with the rapists and murderers and shit like that. Yeah, of course, put the kibosh on that. But yeah, I mean, like, that's where the vetting process comes into play. I mean, whatever process we have now where they have to go to some center to become a citizen or whatever the fuck, why can't we have that 
when they catch him and then process them and then be like, okay, here's a work visa. You do good. You get citizenship or some shit like that. Why can't it be as simple as that? I don't know these things. I'm just a lower level bottom feeder. I'm just some guy asking questions. And I, I like, I get on the Twitter and I see a definitive divide. There's no one really asking why, why isn't Congress doing anything only if the only time they say something is if it, they're on the right. And they're like, well, it's Congress's fault, not Trump's fault. It's not about that. It's more about our government not doing their job, you know? And then I, I, I really do think we should start voting these guys out and then trying to get new parties going or something like that. Because this whole Republican and Democrat thing is a fucking failure. If, if there was a nefarious bad guy behind the scenes, he devised this. But I think it's more... It's more complicated than that or simple than that. People kind of just move towards directions. Like they want someone in charge of them, even if they say they don't. Case in point, president, do your job. That is not how our government works. Our government works on, you know, checks and balances. You know, all three parts do their thing. You know, you got your Supreme Court making rules and shit. Not making rules, like checking rules and shit and fucking laws and fucking congress passing laws and executive branch just forcing this shit you know i mean that's how it's supposed to work but it's not we're begging the president we're not this is different it's funny it's not like we're begging we're like you motherfucker better do it yeah you're a government employee but if it's obama please old president please do this this depends on the media i don't know i think it will it if you want to fix things it's not Congress, because you can't, I mean, you can't fix Congress, but you can. I think it'd be like a two-step process. First, we have to get it in the people's heads that the media needs to change in the sense of news. Fact-oriented news, like education. Not, not in schools, but I mean, I mean, if the, if the fucking world is existing on the internet now, and we're looking at news articles and Yahoo, whatever the fuck, it should be, hey, here's a lesson. You know, the executive branch is only supposed to do this, you know, and Congress is supposed to do this. Here's your congressman. You know, something something should form out of the media. And these people like Fox and Friends and NBC, CNBC, NPR, all these fucking people are just pushing agendas. They just are. They're pushing on their side and they're pushing forward. It shouldn't be like that. And they're causing unrest. They're not journalism. It's a war. It's a fucking war between right and left. My point is right. Your point's right. You know, like, what the fuck? I, you're wrong. You're wrong. You know, like, and then you got, you got your people in between the podcasts and everything like that. And everyone's picking stances. I'm with like, if you like listen to Joe Rogan or like, um, what is the fire and kid that, or the Rubin report. I think that guy's pretty on point, you know? You hear him talk, that shit's good, man. Those guys are kind of like pointing out that things are di are difficult. They're not easy. There is no right or wrong or right versus left. You know, it's it's it, it's difficult. You know, immigration is a difficult thing, and that should be pointed out. It shouldn't be as simple as like, um, you know, like oh yeah, fucking keep them all out, dude. You want people to work hard. You don't want people who are just lounging around in America, not working at all, trying to do something like, I want to get 
the highest level in God of War, or whatever the fuck game I'm playing, and I'm just gonna feed off my grandparents or parents, you know, and I'll just not work, or I'll work at McDonald's, but I'll do 50% of my job. I know, I know, it sucks. But then you got these hard workers who are like, fuck, I'll work this shitty job. Fuck yeah. I mean, I don't you want that? And then they, their kids go to school, and they're fucking deep in that shit. They're like, you gotta fucking be the fuck out of here. So now their kids are fucking being badass. And they're raised by people who are hard workers. I mean, that that's just one avenue of thought. I highly doubt that if you come from another country and you're trying to break into another country, you're fucking lazy. That just doesn't make sense. I get if you flew over here and then you're just kind of squatting, I get that, but if you're fucking willing to run in a desert across a fucking border where you could get shot or raped, I mean, that's a big one, with your kids for a better chance, that person deserves to stay. You're like, oh, you're pro open borders. Nah, man, like, think about it. Think about the, in the fucking perseverance you had to do that. You think that person's a loser? No, that person's a fucking winner. They're working hard. You know, I mean, that's just fucked up. We really should have an honest discussion about these things. In fact, like there's a lot of issues that are happening that are just being divvied up and then given by the media. It's like right versus left, you know? And then they're just pushing hard on their agendas. Like that Rachel Maddow, I think she's on Fox. I'm not too sure. Is it my Fox or CNBC? CNBC, my bad, because she's crying. She's crying about babies and shit, you know? You could tell that shit was fake, that she's crying. You know, like, oh, please. You knew about that shit before you reported that shit. So, okay, if you don't know what I'm talking about, there's this, um, this um, I guess, news anchor lady. I don't even watch this shit because it's so disgusting to me. She's like reporting about the detention centers that they have or, or or concentration camps as you want to call it make it into a Nazi thing it, uh, they, they're like um, she starts saying that yeah they're going to detain babies and then she started crying she started breaking up and crying on TV and now I get it man yeah that's sad I heard about it I was sad about that but to cry mm -mm. but if I knew about it before I you're telling me she ju this just in I mean, by the time that thing aired, this shit was already known, like, a day in advance. So she just found found out and it, it just suddenly made her cry? No. That shit was for effect. Whatever. I mean, you have your thoughts and opinions, and I agree with it. You know, I agree. I agree that's cool that you have those. But my thoughts or opinions is that was fake as fuck. But that's, that's who is running this country, in, in a way. Our media. They're like, yeah, you fucking shit on the Republicans, or oh yeah, we're shit. We need to fucking people need to fucking come together. Now, we I don't know, get rid of the media. That's what we should have a like a media block blackout, you know, and only listen to podcasts. Because if you're willing to invest an hour of time of listening to a podcast or a person making a podcast with an hour at a time, usually they're on the level. I mean, they're not just ranting. I guess you know what? I, I fucking take that back. I get to see some fucking. Christian guy saying the world's gonna end and shit like that and creating some kind of fucking podcast about it, you know, fuck, I don't know. 
there's thousands of podcasts, you know. But I mean, like, the ingenuity of making a podcast is a thing, you know. Like, if you just create a podcast from scratch, I mean, that's it's not easy. I mean, it is, it's easy now for me because I know how. But when I first did it, I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Now I'm, I'm finding different ways of doing it. Yeah, I just, you know, to sum it all up, immigration, you cross that fucking border. I mean, and if we capture you, I think we can, I think it's in our power to vet these people, meaning screen them and see if they're legit. And if we could give them some kind of a probation in America, because obviously they're trying to fucking do something, you know, and if they're fucking bad and they, for some reason, like want to say, Allah Akbar or whatever the fuck kind of... Terrorists, what the fuck? You know, like, what's the new threat? And then the gang members. That's another thing. They turn it into, like, yeah, we're trying to get rid of these gang members and shit. Well, if they're fucking gang members, I, I mean, shouldn't that be a... If you know they're gang members, then why don't you just, like, kick them out then if that's the case, you know? If there's some way you should know, I mean, fuck, you know? A gang member's about rep, too. So it's not like they can hide that shit. I'm a secret gang member. That's so stupid. Now, I've argued with people on Twitter because I just like, it seems to be people are taking sides on this shit. They're like, no, you, that's stupid to just, you're fucking stupid to open borders. Now, they go to the insult mode, which sucks, man. It just sucks when you're trying to discuss something and go to insult people. But such is the nature of Twitter. People don't know how to talk to each other. So they just come out with, you know, fuck it. It shouldn't be open borders. Bye. And I make, I make a, a casual statement. I'm like, hey, man, I mean, like, they, they're working hard to get over here. You're talking about gang members and shit. I didn't say that. I said the people who are just trying to get over, family members. I mean, they had their fucking kids. I know there's bad people out there, but realistically, how many more bad family people, like, coming over with their family? How many bad ones are there? And maybe if that's a thing, if that's a real thing in which these families coming over are fucking gangsters or terrorists or something... Maybe you should put that stat out because if it's real, then you should have a stat. If it's not real, then you guys are just using these people as political tools to like for election. Well, I sided against this shit, so you should vote for me. I sided for this shit, so you should vote for me. Another thing about this immigration is confusing. So one guy, Ben Shapiro, I think he said, he said that this is the plan. The plan is to get the kids back with the parents and then to let the parents and the kids go free into our country and that's the plan right and I thought to myself that's ridiculous you know I don't think that's the plan that's stupid then lo and behold they they started protesting they're like you can't have these kids with the families that's bullshit now you have just concentration camps now what the fuck did you want them to do you wanted the parents with the kids got it done now you just want to let them into the country easily and you're like what the fuck Kevin weren't you just talking about that shit I <laughs> yeah of course I was talking about that shit of course they should process them or whatever but that's not being said what's being said are two things either let them go or kick them out and what happens is when you kept them together and now the left is protesting against this shit you make the right right like they predicted something and you guys are doing it and so that I have to say we're quite in a pickle here because you got you got your you got, you got your, your fucking illegal immigrants as it were and you got your kids there and now it's a camp full of you know adults and kids right 
by the way, people, this has been going on forever. And, like, this is becoming a thing now. Like, it's, it's growing, you know? And then, like, I mean, like, if you're going to protest, you have to understand what you're protesting and why. And I have a say, if, if you're protesting and you're posting it on the Facebook and you're trying to get people to recognize that you're protesting, I think you're crazy. I think you're a stupid person. Because in that respect, you're not protesting for the cause. You're trying to get validation. A protest is being there and saying this shit's wrong. Posting on Facebook that I'm going to protest it's not really protesting. It's just, hey guys, look what I'm doing. It's kind of like I voted. And little stickers. Like it's a fucking game. You're voting because you feel in your right that who should be what. I want this person to be this. I want this person to be that. And then you get a fucking sticker and saying that I voted. That just demeans you in that way. You don't need pride in voting. You know? That, that is a, that's a right you know, that you have, that you do. And if you peacock and say, oh shit, I voted to you, you know, for what? Why? For validation? I mean, the purpose of voting is to be like, hey, I want this guy to be president or I want this guy to be fucking senator or congr congressman or some shit like that, you know? That, that's why you're doing it, not for validation. And if you're seeking validation through protesting and voting, there's something wrong with you. I mean, a lot of people do it, and it becomes a video. It, it becomes a game. You just make a game of it. If you're fucking real, like, here's protesting. When, you know, Rosa Parks and shit, she got, you know, in trouble for sitting on getting off the bus or getting in the back of the bus, that was protesting. You guys weren't fucking, like, posting on their Facebook. They didn't have Facebook, but whatever the fuck equivalent. You'd call around and say, hey, I'm protesting. You would be protesting in a way and such. You'd call people and they would join your fucking cause. Yes. But you wouldn't fucking post it on the Facebook. I mean, if that existed, I mean, that's a real cause. Now, and when you question one of these fucking protesters, they, I don't even think they know why they're there. They really don't. Like, I am not for fucking kids being in jail. I don't like the idea that the kids being in jail with the kid, with the parents. It's not real jail. It is a camp. <laughs> That's what it is. <clears throat> now they're not fucking blowing these people away. They're just processing them out. <clears throat> My stance is maybe they should do something. <clears throat> but what is protesting going to do? You're bringing, <clears throat> you're bringing attention to the cause, right? You're bringing attention to what? that this is wrong, the fuck's gonna happen? Who can change this shit? Congress, not people. And the fuck are they gonna do? They're not gonna do a thing. They don't know what to do. They just like to bitch about right versus left. Your fucking protests mean nothing because you have no clear voice. Just like, what is that thing um, that just died off? Uh, oh shit, what was it? Uh, Occupy New York. You guys didn't know what the fuck you guys were protesting. You guys were protesting for what? Corporations are bad? The fuck? Okay. What is that going to do? Pro protest that, you know, the plastic is in the water. I hate plastic. You know, that ain't going to do anything. It, it just isn't. 
And you're bringing attention to what? You don't know. You don't even know. I asked one person, why are they protesting? Like, oh, this shit's wrong. I'm all like, but we've been doing this forever. Why are we doing it? Why are we protesting now? Well, because it's wrong. I mean, fucking right? You know, I, 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 was, I was just like, what are you fucking talking about? Because it's wrong. What was wrong? Was it wrong when Obama did it? What makes it, what, what makes it wrong now? You know, you didn't give a shit then. Why do you give a shit now? And what, it, what is this going to accomplish? We'll bring attention to the cause. What cause? That this is wrong. It's a circular loop. You just constantly go in circles of, it's an endless waltz or a, or infinity war. A war of nothing. Nothing is getting done. You know? Like war on drugs. There you go. That's another thing, you know? That's never going to get fixed. <laughs> it's wrong. That's what you got. That's, what you, that's your uh, great claim to fame. And then you know what's sad is some people. There's one guy I know. He goes, "Yeah, I know they were doing that then, but uh, you know it matters now." And I go, "Why? Because it's wrong." And I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. You just said that shit. You know? So are you for open borders? No. Then what the fuck are you protesting? Because I mean, a valid answer would have been, "Hey, look, uh, I want." This, this, and this. I want Congress to pass laws. That's nuanced. I could, I could stand by your right. But if you're fucking blasting on the Facebook, calling people, telling you're gonna protest for fucking validation, then maybe you shouldn't protest as much. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna pause this. This is the end of my car thought. There is no rhyme or reason. But if you're gonna fucking protest people, uh, I'm just gonna throw this at you. Don't seek validation. It it's demeaning to you, one, and you're no better than a mob. That's what you are. If you're protesting and you don't you want validation, right? Look, let's go hang Frankenstein. All right, Facebook that shit. You know that's what you're doing. Have more self-respect. <laughs> you know, I mean, have a have an understanding of what you're protesting and your views, even if it's fucked up. Even say, if you go in and say, "I want open borders," then you could discuss that. Oh, you want open borders, huh? So anyone could just come over. Well, not really. So you're not for open borders. You're for some open borders. Well, yeah. I mean, just work through it. Have an actual stance. All right. I hope you enjoyed the car section. Uh, I just kind of rambled on towards the end. Um, <clears throat> so, as always, be the better person than you were yesterday and always strive to be better. This could be a thing that's infinity. We should all strive to be good people. And we should all strive to be nice to one another. It kind of sucks when you're talking to somebody and all you could do instead of trying to, you know, have a discussion, you're trying to put them in a position where they're wrong. And then take it to the next step, which we're doing now in our society, destroy them utterly, you know? It's not just that you're wrong, you're also stupid and a Nazi and fuck you. That's what we do nowadays. So always be the better person, you know? Be nice to the person you're talking to. Try not to insult them. If you're, if you're having a conversation with somebody and they get unruly, don't be the person who's like, you know what, I'm going to bring myself to your level. Just be the better person. Always. So always be a better person than you were yesterday. And always, 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 stay frosty.
devil and the devil is free.